Concerning these Old Testament examples, the Apostle Paul said, Now all these things happened unto them for examples, and they are written for our admonition, upon whom the end of the world are come. Numbers 13, we have the example of God sending the heads of the twelve tribes of Israel in to search out the land which he has promised to give them. Numbers chapter 13 And the Lord spake unto Moses, saying, Send thou men, that they may search the land of Canaan, which I give unto the children of Israel. Of every tribe of their fathers shall ye send a man, every one a ruler among them. Twelve men would go in to search out the land. The rulers of the children of Israel would be sent in by Moses. And Moses, by the commandment of the Lord, sent them from the wilderness of Paran, all those men were heads of the children of Israel. The names of those men are listed in verses 4 through 15 of Numbers 13. Picking up at number 17. And Moses sent them to spy out the land of Canaan, and said unto them, Get you up this way southward, and go up into the mountain, and see the land, what it is, and the people that dwelleth therein, whether there be strong or weak, few or many. And what the land is that it dwell in, whether it be good or bad, and what cities they be that they dwell in, whether in tents or in strongholds. And what the land is, whether it be fat or lean, whether there be wood therein or not. And be of good courage. And bring the fruit of the land. Now the time was the time of the first ripe grapes. Verse 21. So they went up and searched the land from the wilderness of Zin unto Rehob as men come to Hamath. And they ascended by the south and came unto Hebron where the children of Anak were. And they came unto the brook of Eshcol, and cut down from thence a branch with one cluster of grapes, and they bear it between two upon a staff. And they brought of the pomegranates and of the figs. The grapes were so big, it took two men with a staff to carry one cluster of those grapes. The place was called the 
brook of Eshcol because of the cluster of grapes which the children of Israel cut down from thence. And they returned from searching of the land after forty days. Now that number forty days is going to be very important later when God judges them. Verse 26, And they went and came to Moses and to Aaron and to all the congregation of the children of Israel. And they brought back word unto them and all the congregation and showed them the fruits from the land. And they told him and said, We came unto the land whither thou sent us, and surely it floweth with milk and honey, and this is the fruit of it. Now there's going to be a great big nevertheless, a big question mark. Nevertheless, the people be strong that dwell in the land, and the cities are walled, and it gets worse and worse as they talk and very great. And moreover, we saw the children of Anak there. Those are the children of giants. The Amalekites dwell in the land of the south. The Hittites and the Jebusites and the Amorites dwell in the mountains. And the Canaanites dwell by the sea and the coast of Jordan. Verse 30. And Caleb stilled the people before Moses, and said, Let us go up at once and possess it, for we are well able to overcome. Verse 31, But the men that went up with him said, We be not able to go up against this people, for they are stronger than we are. Verse 32, And they brought up an evil report of the land which they had searched unto the children of Israel, saying, The land through which we have gone to search, it is a land that eateth up inhabitants thereof, and all the people that we saw in it are men of great stature. And there we saw the giants, the sons of Anak, which come of the giants. And we were in our own sight as grasshoppers, and so we were in their sight. They were all seen through natural eyes except Caleb and Joshua. Numbers 14. And all the congregation lifted up their voice and cried. And the people wept that night. God is behind them. The God that created the heavens and the earth is the one that's sending them in to possess this land. But they all, except for Moses, Aaron, Caleb, and Joshua, all of them wept and murmured and complained. Numbers 14. And all the congregation lifted up their voice and cried, 
and the people wept that night. And all the children of Israel murmured against Moses and Aaron. And the whole congregation said unto them, Would to God that we had died in the land of Egypt, or would to God we had died in this wilderness. And wherefore hath the Lord brought us into this land to fall by the sword, that our wives and children should be a prey? Were it not better for us to return to Egypt? And they said one to another, Let us make a captain, and let us return to Egypt. They forgot the bondage that the Egyptians had put on them. They forgot what God had delivered them from. In Egypt, they were getting to be too many of these Hebrews. So the Pharaoh instigated a rule whereby every male Hebrew child should be killed at birth. They forgot that when they're begging to go back to Egypt. Verse 5, Then Moses and Aaron fell on their faces before all the assembly of the congregation of the children of Israel. And Joshua, the son of Nun, and Caleb, the son of Jehuni, which were of them, searched the land They rent their clothes, and they spake unto all the company of the children of Israel, saying, The land which we pass through to search it is an exceeding good land. If the Lord delight in us, then he will bring us into this land and give it us, a land which floweth with milk and honey. Only rebel not ye against the Lord, neither fear the people of the land, for they are bred for us. Their defense is parted from them, and the Lord is with us. Fear them not. But all the congregation bade stone them with stones, and the glory of the Lord appeared in the tabernacle of the congregation before all the children of Israel. And the Lord said unto Moses, How long will this people provoke me? And how long will it be ere they believe me for all the signs which I have showed among them? They had seen all the ten plagues come upon the Egyptians. They had seen the Red Sea part. They had gone through the Red Sea, and yet they still didn't believe and did not have faith in God. Verse 12, God says, I will smite them with the pestilence and disinherit them and will make of thee a greater nation and mightier than they. And Moses said unto the Lord, Then the Egyptians will hear of it, for thou broughtest up these people in thy might from among them, and they will tell it to the inhabitants of this land. For they have heard that thou, Lord, art among this people, that thou, Lord, art seen face to face, and that the cloud standeth over them, 
and thou goest before them by daytime in a pillar of a cloud and in a pillar of fire at night. Now, if thou shalt kill all this people as one man, then the nations which have heard the fame of thee will speak, saying, Because the Lord was not able to bring this people into the land which he sware unto them, therefore he hath slain them in the wilderness. And now I beseech thee, let the power of my Lord be great, according as thou hast spoken, saying, The Lord is long-suffering and of great mercy, forgiving iniquity and transgression, and by no means clearing the guilty, visiting the iniquity of the fathers upon the children unto the third and fourth generation. Pardon, I beseech thee, the iniquity of this people according unto the greatness of thy mercy, and as thou hast forgiven this people from Egypt even until now. Verse 20, And the Lord said, I have pardoned according to thy word, but as truly as I live, all the earth shall be filled with the glory of the Lord. God forgave them, but he brought penalties upon them. Verse 22. Because all those men which have seen my glory and my miracles, which I did in Egypt and in the wilderness, and have tempted me now these ten times, and have not hearkened to my voice. Here's one of the penalties. Surely they shall not see the land which I swear unto their fathers, neither shall any of them that provoked me see it. But my servant Caleb, because he had another spirit with him, and hath followed me fully, him will I bring into the land whereunto he went, and his seed shall possess it. Verse 25. Now the Amalekites and the Canaanites dwelt in the valley. Tomorrow turn you, says God, and get you into the wilderness by the way of the Red Sea. And the Lord spake unto Moses and unto Aaron, saying, How long shall I bear with this evil congregation which murmur against me? I have heard the murmurings of the children of Israel, which they murmur against me. Here's another penalty. Say unto them, As truly as I live, saith the Lord, as ye have spoken in mine ears, so will I do to you. Your carcasses shall fall in this wilderness, and all that were numbered of you according to your whole number, from twenty years old and upward, which have murmured against me. Doubtless ye shall not come into the land, concerning which I swear to make you dwell therein, save Caleb and Joshua. But your little ones, which ye said should be a prey, 
Them will I bring in, and they shall know the land which ye have despised. But as for you, your carcasses, they shall fall in the wilderness. Another penalty. And your children shall wander in the wilderness forty years and bear your whoredoms until your carcasses be wasted in the wilderness. After the number of days in which ye searched the land, forty days, each day for a year, shall ye bear your iniquities even forty years, and ye shall know my breach of promise. I, the Lord, have said, I will surely do it unto all this evil congregation that are gathered together against me in this wilderness they shall be consumed and there they shall die. So he made them wander 40 years in the wilderness, one year for every day that they searched out that land and brought back an evil report. Forty years they would wander in the wilderness was a penalty added onto them by God. And the men which Moses sent to search out the land who returned and made all the congregation to murmur against him by bringing up a slander upon the land, even those men that did bring up the evil report upon the land died in the plague before the Lord. But Joshua, the son of Nun, and Caleb, the son of Jephunneh, which were of the men that went to search out the land, lived. And Moses told these sayings unto all the children of Israel, and the people mourned greatly. Verse 40. And they rose up early in the morning and got them up to the top of the mountain, saying, Lo, we be here, and we will go up unto the place where the Lord hath promised, for we have sinned. Now they're willing to go in and fight. Too late, too late. And Moses said, Wherefore now do you transgress the commandment of the Lord? But it shall not prosper. Go not up, for the Lord is not among you, that ye not be smitten before your enemies. For the Amalekites and the Canaanites are there before you, and ye shall fall by the sword. Because ye are turned away from the Lord, therefore the Lord will not be with you. But they presumed to go up unto the hilltop. Nevertheless, the ark of the covenant of the Lord and Moses departed not out of the camp. They did not go with them. Then the Amalekites came down, and the Canaanites, which dwelt in that hill, and smote them, and discomfited them, even unto Hormah. This is the example of disobedience and failing to trust in God. You will not overcome that way. You will be destroyed by the problem unless you can turn to God in faith 
and have faith in God that he will show you wisdom. The problem will destroy you, and especially in the end times. So there is a penalty. God might forgive you, but there might still be a penalty. It's just sort of like you gain a 200 pounds extra. God might forgive you if it's a sin. God might forgive you, but you still have the 200 pounds. God might forgive you for adultery, but you still have the child by the adultery, unless you commit abortion. The penalties are there for sins. So if you're going to commit a sin, there's most likely going to be a penalty for the sin, even if there is forgiveness. Thank you for letting me share this warning to you today.